podcast where we talk about everything scary suspense horror uh etc i am chad and joined on this halloween night Ooh, uh is my good buddy dom dom how are you i am today i am spooky dom from the radio yes and i am spooky chad from uh not the radio from the podcast. From the podcast. So reporting man. to you live from the elusive and more media crypt. Well, we are. Well, Dom is in the illustrious and more media crypt. I am uh, from my home currently. Uh, so we. I don't know how this uh, audio the Pringle is family show. mausoleum. Yeah, the Pringle family mausoleum. <laughs> I am. I am. Uh, we are practicing some social distancing today uh, on this Hallow's Eve. Because there's nothing more scary than following safety precautions. <laughs> I think the scariest thing is not paying your taxes. Oh, <laughs> I um, paid my taxes this year, and oh, I've been paying well, taxes good. for like four years, and it's so boring. Oh no! Uh, all right, yeah. Dom. So, uh, what movie are we talking about today on this Halloween well, night? It is Halloween, so I'm gonna go with. Chad, are we talking about Halloween, which came out I, in 1978? I thought we were talking about um, Krampus. Oh, God. Let's not even address that. Did, I watch, right did I watch the wrong movie? <laughs> I know you watched Halloween. You, uh, you asked me how to stream it today. <laughs> I did. I did. Well, okay. So my mom, my mom found it. Because I told my mom we were recording Halloween for the Halloween uh-huh. episode. So she saw it on, like, you know how ABC Family does that 25 Days of Christmas? Well, they also, they also do, like, 31 Nights of Halloween or whatever. And my mom saw it on, or somewhere. She saw it on TV somewhere. And so she recorded it, and then was like, hey, you can watch it. So then I went to go watch it today, and it wasn't there anymore. And I was like, what happened? And she's like, I thought you watched it already. I deleted it. And I was like, damn it! So then I looked it up on Hulu, and Hulu's got, like, Halloween 2 and 3 and 4 and all the um, but not the first one. There's a site that I love to look at called Shudder, S-H-U-D-D-E-R. Yeah. Um... They have like Halloween one, three, and four. I was like, "That's bizarre." Yeah. I don't have sh- I don't I don't have a subscription for Shutter right now, so I, I had to I had to bootleg it. I mean, bootleg it. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but um, all right, let's get uh, let's get into this. So yeah, I guess long story short, I found movie? it on I found it on Amazon Video for three dollars, and I streamed. You're welcome. It I uh. I dig this movie. Yeah, I when think I when first... I would watch this as a teenager, I uh, and I used to get laughed at for this because I was like, "Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis was like attractive as a young lady." No, she and was. people are like, "You're an idiot." I'm like, "Okay, no, no." Um, I actually, um, I think this is the most this is the most like standard scary movie of all the scary movies we've watched for this podcast so far. Yeah. And uh, we'll certainly still will after this. Well, one of the episode. things you say, it's the most standard. One of the cool things about this 
is the script for Halloween was based on the same kind of style as like a radio skit where they wanted to have a scare kind of every 10 to 15 minutes. And the, and I mean, it, it, it worked. Um, I mean, I don't really think it's scary, but I mean, no. it's just because I've watched so many, right. so many movies. I can I, imagine this, watching I, this 40 years ago probably would have scared the shit out oh, of me. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about the fact that this movie is literally twice my age? This movie came out 42 years ago. Yeah, I'm 26, so... Uh, God, you're old. Yeah, man. I'm old. I s- Grandpa Chad. I remember when the Halloween first hit theaters. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, he said, my mom was like 12, so it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> um, but I just, like, this is a classic movie. Made for... Uh, Made for like three hundred thousand dollars, you know, directed by John Carpenter, who who went on to do everything amazing. Uh, who yeah. was falsely reported dead last year by a horror website on Twitter, and I found that hilarious. That is funny. They they put out this tweet, and they were like, you know, to honor uh, John Carpenter's birthday, you know, unfortunately he's no longer with us, but here were his top five favorite horror movies, and he responded. He was like, "That's weird. I didn't realize I died." <laughs> <laughs> Incredible! <laughs> it's just like I think he said. Unfortunately, I'm still alive. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm still alive. <laughs> um, this it's, it's a great movie. It spawned some great sequels, meaning the second one, and <laughs> and then at some point, Rob Zombie's involved. And um, Mr. Zombie, I have a request. Please stop. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, and you know, and honestly, when you think of like a scary movie franchise, like. I mean, I Halloween, Halloween. Halloween's the one. I was watching this movie, and I'm seeing all of like the the stereotypical like scary movie tropes, uh-huh. and a lot of those were Don't in have this sex. movie. Yeah, and a lot of those were in those movies, and I was just like, man, I wonder if this movie like started the tropes. I don't know. Um, I mean, it didn't really start them because again, Halloween came out in 1978. Um, the first real big slasher film was uh, Black Christmas and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, both in about 73, 74. Okay. Um, I want to say I have those dates right because it was right right before Jaws. Even Jaws isn't a slasher film, but that's my timeline. No. Um, the cool thing about Halloween is I have a lot of fun facts about this story, this movie. Um, Halloween was filmed in. I mean, it took two weeks to write the script. Uh, it wasn't. It, I want to say. Let me check the actual how long it took to film it. Um, it took about twenty days. It was released in in October, the same year it was filmed. Like it wasn't long. Wow. And yeah. No. This this movie that's unheard of for a movie. Almost a, yeah. And especially in 1978. Yeah. Well, one of the funny things is, so it takes place in the fictional town of Haddonfield, Illinois, based off Deborah Adams' uh, hometown. Deborah Adams worked with John Carpenter to make the movie, based on her hometown of Haddonfield, New Jersey. And what a worse place to die than New Jersey. They were all bad souls go when they die. New Jersey? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, now, <laughs> this is New Jersey. I know what I said. But um, so it was based in Haddonfield, Illinois, but it was filmed a lot in South Pasadena and Hollywood, California. <laughs> in the spring. But this movie takes place in October in Illinois. So they had to do a lot of um they got fake leaves from a decorator and painted them the colors of like autumn leaves and to save money after they 
throw these leaves around to kind of decorate the set to make it look like uh, make it look like you know October, they would gather them back up for the next shot. Oh, incredible! But there's a great scene where uh, the two scenes that I know is where you, if you watch when Lori takes uh, little Tommy Doyle by the Myers house, you can see palm trees. Oh, really? <laughs> and they're like, well, this is, why are there palm trees in Illinois in October? Yeah, it's just a funny little... That's funny. Oops, I, never, I didn't notice that. Uh, I mean, I've seen the movie so many times at this point, and uh, I, man, I I have looked up at some point, like, all oh, fun facts about Halloween, and they're like, you know, it's the palm trees? I was like, I didn't, but I will next time. And, uh... There's a lot of, I mean, this thing, this movie started a great series. Well, it started a good series, and there were other movies in it. This movie was the, I mean, film debut of Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Who went on to make such hits as Christmas with the Cranks. And, of course, Freaky Friday. <laughs> yeah. um, I was joking with Christmas and the Cranks. That movie's terrible. <laughs> ah, Freaky Friday's okay, though. Yeah. It's also a song by Little Dicky. It is. Uh, little, uh, Lindsay Lohan is also in that edit, spin R, that remake. Uh, do we have to talk about that? I mean, we don't have to. <laughs> um, I don't, okay, so my favorite fact about Halloween. The mask, right? The mask that Michael Myers wears when he becomes the shape. Yeah. First off, do you know why they call him the shape? No. That is a direct reference to the Salem witch trials because they would the judges and the people would refer to these malicious spirits as shapes. Oh, okay, and cool. So, but the mask. Do you want to know how they got the mask, what they did, all of that? Uh, well, didn't he break into a hardware store and take it? No, no, no. I mean, for the movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. They took a $1 Captain James Tiberius Kirk mask, ripped off the eyebrows and the sideburns, painted it white, bleached the hair like brown and black, and uh, that's what they wore. Wow. So when you're seeing Michael Myers kill people, wearing a face mask based off William Shatner. That's incredible. <laughs> it's so dumb, and I love it. But, um, I just I think it's pretty cool. Like, like a lot of this, um, John Carpenter, when making the movie, paid homage to Alfred Hitchcock. The reason he cast Jamie Lee Curtis is because, I can't remember her mother's name, but her mother was the lead actress in Psycho. And even Tommy Doyle is named after a character from a Hitchcock movie. He just had this really big respect for Hitchcock. And so he kind of had these little, um, I don't know what to call them, little just nods to huge Hitchcock films. Yeah. And um, what's the other thing I'm trying to remember? Oh, the opening scene, right? So let's talk about the movie. <clears throat> yeah. The opening scene is a point of view shot where someone is looking in a window at a girl and her boyfriend on the couch. Um, you know, they, they're, ki- they're making out, they're kissing, they're, they're doing the smooches, and uh, they decide to go upstairs. You can guess what for. Yes. Um, so they, they start turning out the lights. Yeah. The miracle of love, Chad. Yes, yes, they're praying. <laughs> and uh, so they turn out the lights, and this. Uh, this point of view <clears throat> follows them to the they it goes to the front of the house, looks up, and you see the bedroom light turn off. So and then it goes into the back of the house, and you see this arm wearing some weird like shiny costume. Take a knife from the kitchen drawer, uh, go upstairs, and <laughs> right before he goes upstairs, 
Um, the boyfriend runs down the stairs while putting his clothes back on and walks out the front door. And the first time I watched this, it was with friends in high school. And the only girl with us just went, well, she's had a disappointing kid. <laughs> and um, I just think that's, again, so they went upstairs to, uh, they went upstairs to do adult things. And then in the span of a minute and 30 seconds, he's down the stairs putting his clothes back on. And I just, I can't help but laugh at that. So we follow, again, the point of view, watching the boyfriend go out the door, goes upstairs, picks up a clown mask off the floor and puts it on. And the cool thing about this is when this being puts on this clown mask, it actually covers up what you see on the films where you just see through two eye holes in the mask. And I really like that effect. And, um... And it follows, it goes into the girl's room. She's undressed, sitting, brushing her hair, kind of with her back to the door. And she turns and goes, Michael, get out! And is stabbed to death by this being. And he walks out the front door, and it's just a little kid in a clown costume holding a knife. As his parents drive up the, the driveway, like, Michael? And it fades out, and then it's 15 years later. Yep. So here you have little Mikey Myers, uh, just murdering his sister for n- n- no explained reason. No reason at all. And I don't think they explain it in that movie either. The, at the, least I, I didn't get it. I'm sure they explain it in a movie. Yeah, but... <clears throat> you know, they explain it in a Rob Zombie movie? <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Pardon me, my throat hurts. But, um... It's an interesting opening scene. What do you think of the opening scene, Chad, here? Um, with, I just um, picture... With the Minuteman and the dead girl. Yeah, I just picture this little child in a clown mask coming up the, the stairs and murdering his sister. And it just... It's just wild. <laughs> it's just wild. You know, <clears throat> for a movie that was released to theaters, there's a lot of gratuitous nudity for people that are supposed to be teenagers. True. Too much, one would say. Too, well, um, but the, I feel the, like no, they're the not really they, teenagers, so they're not. I was gonna say the way they really got around that is all these female leads and you know girls in high school. The only one of them that's actually a teenager was Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, so I mean, technically, it's not you know, it, it's not underage women, but that's what the movie is portraying, and it's kind of odd. Yeah, it's like, well, she because she's probably 16 because Jamie Lee Curtis is. You're like, yeah, why'd you... Okay, that's weird. Moving on. <clears throat> it's just, it's an interesting choice from John Carpenter. That's all I I'll thought, say. I realized, I noticed this movie, this movie really relies on its music um, to carry it through Absolutely. many scenes. I mean, and the iconic you know, Halloween theme. Right. It's just one that you hear that. Even people who haven't seen the movie go, isn't that from Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Uh, everyone knows it. But like, I just feel like every other, like every twenty seconds in the movie, they heard it was some kind of. There was a, there was some kind of sting, yeah, yeah. And, and then it's you, just uh, it's a really good use of sound, not just music, but also dead air. Yeah, like the uh, where the scene where Lori and her friends are walking home from school, and there's the one second where she sees Michael like in front of the bush and for that you know second and a half it's just quiet yeah 
It's just like impo- silence is almost it to me. Silence is more imposing than music, even if it's some intense chase scene. I would love it to just be quiet because there's something unsettling about that. You yeah. Know what I mean? No, I think that's true. I think I think I think uh, both definitely have their place uh, in this film and in cinema. Absolutely. And I think if it's used properly, I feel like, and this might be a, a hot take, but I feel like it was used too much in this movie. The music. How so? I don't know. I just feel like it, it kind of took me out of it a little bit. Like I, every twenty seconds, man, they were throwing this music out. And well, they did some, base a. And there was sometimes, and it was sometimes when there wasn't even to set up a scare. Sometimes it was just when they were walking. You heard it was ambient. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, I, and I just, I don't know. I kind of an interesting I, at choice, that's all I'll say. At one point, I literally said to myself, all right, this could st- this music can stop. <laughs> and and I don't know. I, I think I might be the only person that shares that opinion, but I just, I feel like they might have used the music too much. Well, I mean, to each their own, Chad. Yeah, well, no, I, I just, you know, and that's, you're right, you're right. I um I thought it was all right. I like the music. I like I mean, the music. Um, I just, I saw they just used it too much. That's fair. Um, one thing I, I, w- I did want to say about that first point of view opening shot. Yeah. It took two days to film that first shot. Really? Why? I don't know. The but w- when you put it into perspective that the whole movie took 20 days to film and that scene took two days, I find that kind of interesting. <laughs> the, and they got everything else in one take. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But most of it was, you know, pretty easily. Um, one of the things that is really interesting is that so they had about they had their music score right yeah uh john carpenter did that himself in three days i can tell <laughs> i can't tell it's a compliment or an insult <laughs> i can tell <laughs> no 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 it's, it's it's not it's not an insult it's not an insult i just you know i can tell it took them three days and yeah they like they loved it so much they just kept playing it but it's just um it's you know I like the movie it, even even with its I'm gonna say few faults because I don't really think there are many. No, and and I and, and I want to and I and I want to say too I also really enjoyed the movie. I Absolutely. think in fact I would even say I think out of all the movies we've watched for this podcast I think it's my favorite one. Really, you liked it more than Creep? <laughs> yes, man, impossible. Very much so. <laughs> impossible. You know, it was funny. I was flipping through Netflix last night, but. I'm trying to find something to fall asleep to, and uh, Creep Two popped up on my on my recommendation. Surprise! And there was a moment where I was like, I could probably fall asleep to Creep Two, but then I was like, Nah, I fell asleep to the not. first one. By the way, I will say this is the only movie that we've covered so far that I didn't fall asleep during. Oh well, that's good. That's good. Um, this is. You may uh, you may not you may be surprised by this, Don, but this it just uh-huh. joins this joins besides Blair Witch, this is this joins the 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 ranking of movies that I had not seen fully all the way through before we started the podcast. That that one almost surprised me because Blair Witch is different. It's you know, very not everyone's gonna know or see Blair Witch. Halloween though. Well that is like it's my always, mom you know what I mean? The Halloween movies are like my mom's favorite. My mom watches the Halloween and, movies. And that all the proves time. my point even more that it's surprising. Yeah, well, and 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 well, and to my point, because my mom's watched them so many times, I've seen I've seen the whole movie, but I've never watched it all the way through in one sitting. Sounds and I think like you just don't want to sit down and spend time with your mom, Chad. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. I love, I'm kidding. I love my mom. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
But uh, <laughs> no, we there were stand, a couple. There were out of the entire movie, there was like two scenes that I had never seen before. But I could have, I could have probably have done this podcast without watching it today, and have and 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 have been able to contribute to the conversation because I've seen that movie in 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 one in bits and pieces all, all the time. However, all right. I have no idea how many of the sequels I've seen, if any. And uh, so I'm more excited to watch the sequels than I am. Uh, I'm excited for you to see Halloween too. And I'm yeah. excited for you to see the first of Rob Zombie's remakes because Halloween 2 takes place, you know, it's either the same night or the night after Halloween 1. It's I just, almost want to say it's the same night. So and, is it uh, like she, he gets thrown out the window and then he disappears and then uh, he just yeah. goes and terrorizes another family? No, it's still, uh, it's, I don't want to explain it. I don't want to give it away. Oh, is it more time travel? No, God, no, it's not time travel. Where are you bringing time travel out of this? Well, because, listen, how could you terrorize two people in one night? Like, is it more time manipulation? No. Okay. All right, good. I'm just, like, I'm just, like, surprised you immediately went, oh, fuck, time travel. Oh, fuck, it's time travel. No, it's, um... (laughs) And it's really just, um... Lori... What I'll tell you is Lori gets taken to the hospital after... Halloween, oh, right? And he terrorizes and it, her at the yeah, hospital. It's pretty much just, yeah. Um, another thing that I'm going to say about the second one that I really don't like. Okay, so you know how they made, um, you know how they made, uh, Jason Voorhees like retroactively like supernatural. Yeah. Um, they kind of started doing that in the second one with Michael Myers because, uh. In the second one, Loomis goes to like this local elementary school where Michael broke in. And yeah. He finds these clues that tie Michael to Sawin and the occult, which might explain his indestructibility. And it's like, God, I hate this. Yeah, why can't he just be a lunatic? Why does he have to? Be like in the second one, like there's one point where where um, Laurie shoots Michael in the eyes, and he kind of just still keeps going. Uh, now and then Loomis fills a room with gas and blows himself up along with Michael. Now is is uh is Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers the killer that they based the video game that came out a few years ago? Which video game? Uh I don't I don't remember if it was a Friday the Thirteenth or a Halloween game. There was a Friday the Thirteenth game. That came That's out a few what it was. Ago. Yeah, you play you play um, as like the campers and you have you to play as, yeah you can play as a team of four to try to escape Jason or Jason. It, it's a lot like Dead by Daylight. I've never played it, but it looked really fun, and it was on my list. Dead by Daylight or Friday the 13th? Uh, Friday the 13th. Uh, six out of ten. <laughs> all right, all right, that's fair. That's fair. That's it's my fair. honest review. Okay, all right. I mean, I give I give Maneater a 10 out of 10 because he plays a man-eating shark, so... That's a fun game. That's a Maybe fun. my reviews <laughs> aren't that good. Speaking um, of games, speaking of game, the people are asking, how was the Blair Witch game? Was it, was it fun? <sighs> Would you believe that I've already stopped playing? Oh, I would. I would not believe. I. I. I, I would. I would um, believe. I got through a bit of it. You know, some like investigating and going into the forest, <laughs> and then you start getting attacked by monsters, and you oh. have to rely on. You have to rely on where the dog is pointing, like where he's looking and barking, and um, what you hear from the monster, and you have to use your flashlight to kill them. Ooh, I just dropped something on my desk. Um, it's not easy. And I got, I got killed by the second monster. The first one I killed really easily, and I feel like that's because it's a tutorial monster. Yeah. And the second one comes up, and it killed me, I'm not kidding, 12 times, and just restart, killed again, restart, before I just closed the game. It was like, you know what? 
I'm gonna watch One Piece. <laughs> That's I funny. I picked a game up, backup. Honestly, I was intending for you to come over at some point, and then you just play that and be like, "Wow, this is hard," and I'd be like, "Oh, I didn't think it was that hard," <laughs> and then let you beat it for me and be like, "Oh, it was good. Good for you, Chad." I'll keep oh. playing now. <laughs> oh, hell yeah! All right, I, no, I like that. It's not. It's not my favorite. I mean, I like the story aspects of it. I'm not gonna get too much into it because we're gonna talk about Halloween today. Yeah, but um. You know, if you like stuff uh, like kind of spooky stuff, kind of mystery, kind of intriguing, give that uh, give the Blair Witch on uh, PlayStation and Xbox a, a look. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, there you um, go. A free endorsement from Dom from the radio. Not sponsored, but I would love to be. Right, right. So, but back to Halloween. Back to yeah, back to today. I mean, the movie about today. Back to Halloween. Yes. So, um, am I the only one that thinks? Um, uh, Lori's friends were pretty much just incredibly despicable. <laughs> like, um, okay, there's one moment, and you know, let's get into that. Lori is babysitting this kid named Tommy Doyle. The the little girl across the street is being babysat by Lori's friend uh, Annie, and they have two friends. And I, the the other girl I can't remember, but I know her boyfriend is Bob. Yeah, um, Ghost Bob. Ghost but, Bob. Um, Bob from the radio. So, <laughs> From the radio. <clears throat> but, um, so Annie is babysitting. She wants to go pick up her boyfriend, even though she's babysitting because she plans to do the hanky pank with the boyfriend. And they're, f- so the little, what's the little girl's name? Isn't it Jessica? Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah. The little girl is Lindsay. The little boy is Tommy. Um, Annie goes to pick up her boyfriend. So she leaves Lindsay with Tommy and Lori. Uh, Annie gets strangled in her car by Michael. Can we just say real quick? Um, Great scene. Can we, like at one point, at one point, later on in the movie, you know, Lori uh-huh. puts them both to bed. She puts Lindsay the and kids, Tommy yeah. both the kids to bed, and 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 it's she's acting like that's just a, a normal thing. Dom, if you're a parent, right, and uh-huh. you leave your ba- your kid to be babysat, and then you come home, and they're like, hey, hey don't worry about it. Lindsay's staying the night at Tommy's house. I, yeah, I'm not going to pay that babysitter. No, right. I'm going to be like, okay, well, I didn't pay, <clears throat> no, 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 I didn't no, granted, pay the neighbor. Granted, granted yeah. Annie was going to come back. She was going to leave Lindsay with Lori, get her boyfriend, and come back. Um, that didn't happen because she was choked to death by Michael. There's Okay, the one thing I love about the scene is as she's being strangled, he's in the backseat, she's in the front. She's slamming on her horn in the garage. And it cuts to right before she dies, it cuts to Lori dealing with the kids. And it's a really faint, like, but it's being overpowered by the TV and the phone is ringing, and I thought that was really funny. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's that's a good touch." Because I'm sitting there forgetting how the movie goes, going, "How the hell do they not hear the car horn?" And then I realize it's a different house across the street. And, but um, and the, there's and the a scene. Time, there's the a scene the movie. with the two friends that come over, Bob and the girl, and he says something that really upsets me. It really bothers me. Where I think he just said the wrong name, but they left it in. Where she, where the girl is like, Annie's going to distract Lindsay, and then we're going to go upstairs. And he's like, right. First I oh. rip your clothes off, then you rip my clothes off, then we rip Lindsay's clothes off. Yeah, no, Lindsay's that made me. That, yeah, no, that made me uncomfortable. Also, I, they I heard, were. I know they were like they were like drinking and smoking in the car. I heard that no. too, and I was like, I know they were supposed to like. I know that was like a. Uh, I assume was a, they were supposed to say Annie. 
Well, I, I, I heard it as I understand. I, I think they purposely left that in the script. I think it was to show that that guy wasn't listening to a single thing she said. Um, that's what I got from it. No, but, but he says the words, and then we rip Lindsay's clothes off, and right. I'm like, that's but it like did an make, but it did make me uncomfortable. Creep. Yeah, but it did make me uncomfortable. Um, which makes his death scene in a real quick second so fantastic. Yeah, they go to and, uh, they go to Bob and third female lead. Uh, at it in the bedroom, and then it cuts to them done laying under the covers, and other female lead. I, I can't remember her name, so I'm just gonna say female lead. She's like, "Can you get me a beer?" And he's like, "Yeah, whatever." You can tell they while they're they're dating the relationship, it almost seems like they don't like each other. Yeah, they they, they keep referring to each other as assholes. Yeah, it, it um, it sounds seems like, my, like they're in a marriage. relationship purely for physical reasons. Sounds like my last marriage. We called each other assholes all the time. Oh boy. Anyway, <laughs> don't know how to respond to that, so moving on. Bob goes to get a beer, and then it's just picked up off the ground by Michael. It's just this great scene of just brute strength. Um, now, here's the thing that, that really stands out as wrong to me. Michael takes a kitchen knife and skewers Bob to the wall with it. But there's enough of the knife sticking out of Bob that you see the full handle and some of the blade. Yeah, but it's implied that it went all the way through him because he's pinned to the wall, like his feet are off the ground. Right. It's no, implied yeah. it went far enough through to pin him to the wall, but not far enough to where you. I don't know if you've ever seen a kitchen knife, Chad. Uh, I have seen it. They're once not that I big. Did. No. Um, the scene that I do love, like I mean, I love the Bob death scene. Um, after he pins Bob to the wall, Michael looks at him up and down for a few seconds, real slow, and then just kind of tilts his head. And the direction for that scene was from John Carpenter to Nick Castle, who was playing Michael Myers. Just tilt your head like you're looking at a corpse. <laughs> it was like, what a direction. <laughs> and it's such a good scene because Michael doesn't talk. You know, it's not like Freddy who's always like, welcome to prime time, bitch. Like stuff like yeah. that. By the way, greatest line that Freddy has ever said. He possesses a TV, shocks someone from the TV and says, welcome to prime time greatest line ever in a movie but um it's, michael it's, doesn't talk i think um, i think uh, another comparison too is like it's not like Ghostface from the scream movies oh. who's, who whose entire tactic Who is that? yeah is talking answer the question yeah but um michael doesn't talk and i love it just like jason jason doesn't talk michael doesn't say a word even when he's a child or right as he kills his sister no words and um, they addressed that right at the beginning. I completely left this out. After the scene where Michael kills his sister, cuts to forward in time, they showed Donald Pleasance. I love Donald Pleasance as Dr. Sam Loomis being driven by a nurse to this, uh, the mental institution where Michael's held. And um, then one of the things that, that is really, I, I, I like the scene because she says that the nurse is like, oh, the one thing I can't stand is all their, their gibberish, their babble. I'm like, first off, you're a nurse taking care of insane patients. And you're like, oh, my God, they never shut up. It's like, well, yeah, they're insane. <laughs> but she goes, I just hate their babble, their gibberish. And Loomis goes, you don't have to worry about them. Michael hasn't spoken a damn word in 15 years. It's like, oh, that sounds like a guy who's fed up with Michael. <laughs> and I love the uh, the ways they address him. The, Loomis talks about him later to the sheriff, saying, "You know, when they brought him to me, they told me he was empty, just a shell, nothing left. But those eyes, 
the black of the devil's eyes. I saw that that boy was full of one thing. He was a being of pure evil. I spent eight years trying to get through to him, and then seven more trying to make sure he stays locked up forever because I saw what's inside of him. And as these movies go on, I think Donald Pleasance is in it until Halloween 6. And um, he just becomes progressively more unhinged. <laughs> it's great. It's a great... Because even the first one, he's, you can tell he's kind of a nut. But then when it gets later on, you're just like, oh, he's, he's full-on bananas. But um, in that scene where Loomis is driving up to the insane asylum, they see like people out in the yard. And she's like, when have they ever let them roam free? And Loomis goes, they haven't. And they, uh, they drive to the front gate. Loomis gets out to you know get the guy to open the gate. The nurse is nearly pulled out of the car. She crawls out. Somebody jumps in the car and just drives away. And um, I love the sheer coincidence that Loomis immediately goes, there's Michael. Like, like in the dark, everyone's wearing just a white robe. And he's like, that was Michael Myers. You sure about that? Like, you're willing to stake your reputation on this one, Doc? It's just interesting. Um, it was, uh, a few minutes later when someone's like, no, no, he can't drive a car. And uh, Loomis is like, well, he did damn fine that night. Maybe someone around here gave him lessons. <laughs> Maybe he's been taking driver's ed. It's just like, oh, there's some scenes that are just a little bit, it, my suspension of disbelief can only go so far, even with a movie about a serial killer. Right, and and, and, you know, and again, I'm assuming in the 100 fucking movies they've made that... They do. Uh, I already know where you're going, and they do explain it at some point. They answer, a, they answer the plot holes. But. Well, they, they answer the driving plot hole. Yeah. Um, now, they answer it by saying that when Loomis drove Michael as a child to these like, insanity hearings, Michael sat in the back behind a sheet of bulletproof glass... But he would like look up and look over Loomis's shoulder and watch him while he was driving and kind of memorized how he drove. But that's their explanation for how Michael learned to drive for the first movie. And um, I just have to say, Michael driving a car gives one of the funniest scenes in a horror movie. Loomis is standing waiting to talk to the sheriff. He looks left. Michael drives up on the right. He, as he starts to look back right, Michael peels off to the left and Loomis misses him entirely in the stolen car that still labels it from the insane asylum. <laughs> just a fantastic scene. I genuinely think it's just, it's ridiculous, you know what I mean? But it's very funny. Yeah, no, it's, it is very funny. Um, one of the things, too, in the movie that I, uh, that I don't think we've touched upon was um, the entire port, the, during the entire time during the movie, the uh, time he keeps referring to um, uh, Michael as the boogeyman, the boogeyman. Because, of, because of his uh, kids, friends that are like bullying him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and they broke his poor jack-o'-lantern, his poor pumpkin. And it just, it makes me sad. I've never I don't hit like a bullies. kid. I don't, like, I don't like bullies. I've never hit a kid. I would throw a pumpkin at those kids. <laughs> I remember every, every time I watched that scene, because like I said, I've seen bits and pieces of this a ton of times. It's just mean. It's just mean. It, it, my, one, of my, one of my biggest fears of when I become a dad is that my kid comes home and tells me he get, he's getting bullied. Because I don't, um, I, I I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know how I handle it. You know what I mean? Um, I did see something recently where someone was complaining, like, don't tell your kids uh, if they get hit to hit back. And they were like, how about you tell your kid not to hit him in the first place? Yeah. 
Oh, I would, I would full on, uh, you know, the whole my dad can beat up your dad. Mm-hmm. I would 100% challenge the other kid's dad to a fist fight. <laughs> like, if your kid wants to fight my kid, I'm going to fight you. And the dad be like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, nah, my, my kid didn't get a choice. <laughs> uh, I yeah. don't condone assault. <laughs> I don't condone children fighting. I don't condone child abuse. Let me just clear those out of the way. <laughs> but uh, don't hit my kid. Right, right. As Iron Man once said, um, when, when Thor tells him to leave Loki alone, he's like, stop it. Don't touch my stuff. Um, I, watched the, uh, I watched Avengers again the other day. So, oh, great movie! Great, great movie. Fresh on the mind. Stop that! Don't touch my stuff. Um, what else? What else is it to talk about for Halloween, Dom? Okay, well, we've got to talk. We've got to finish out the movie here. Um, there is a scene where they break into the Meyer. I'm not breaking. The sheriff and Doctor Loomis go into the Myers house, and they find a dead dog. Yeah, the sheriff's like, "Oh, it's still warm," and. <laughs> And it's like insinuated that he ate part of the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird because it's never brought up again in any movie. Michael's never like eating flesh or like killing a bird and shoving it down his throat. There's just this one scene where he apparently takes a bite out of a dog. He does, um, when, before he kills Annie uh, at Lindsay's house, he does, they send the dog outside and it is shown that he's like strangling the dog. Yeah, okay, poor, you don't see that poor physically. Le- poor, you see Michael's legs. Yeah, you see Michael's legs, and you see the lower half of the dog being held up, and then the legs go limp. What's up? What's a it's more? What's a more sad death? Uh, Lester or the dog from Jaws? Uh, Lester, because you see it happen. All right, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. What we got. I feel like I feel like the, now I've now killed a dog. I feel like the dog from Jaws was very quick too. Yeah. Well, you hope. You do hope. You do hope. Uh, I don't condone killing dogs. No, you're 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 truly despicable if you do. No, I, I, I'd condone. <laughs> I'd condone fighting some other kid's dad before killing a dog. Right, right. But um, there's a lot of scenes in this movie that are very. <coughs> um, let's just say they wouldn't they wouldn't air today. No, like the just the <laughs> just the killing the dog, and I'm just thinking about Ghost Bob. Okay, so I uh, after Michael kills Bob, which you talked about, the guy in the kitchen with the beer with the girlfriend that doesn't like him. Michael goes up to her room wearing a sheet. This is my favorite part of the whole glasses. Over the sheet, he has put Bob's glasses on. He cut two holes in the sheet and then put the glasses over the sheet, like pretending to be Bob under a sheet. And then the girlfriend kind of freaks out, is getting comfortable because he's not talking. She goes to call um Lori to see where Annie is and Michael starts choking her with the phone cord so Lori gets this call that just sounds like her friend has called her in the middle of coitus rompous lovemaking yeah in the middle of an event let's just say that yes yes and um she's like wow first you just start breathing when you call now I have to hear you moaning I'm like oh that is a disgusting phone call to get yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, if I get a phone call from anyone like that, I'm gonna. I don't care if it's someone I know. I block. I block you. Talk they're, they're, to you in a month, you weirdo. <laughs> it's disgusting. But um, I just have to say, I think we can agree right now before the movie's even over that uh, Bob has the best death. Yes. Yes. Because it, it's immediately followed by Ghost Bob, <laughs> which is just. So it, it just it definitely it definitely is just a funny out 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 of. 
character thing for it's, Michael to do. It's not in line with the rest of the movie at all. Right. But it's just like, no, oh, there's a ghost, Bob. Yo, um, there's a, and, the be, and you said it yourself. The best part is that the glasses are on the outside the glasses of, the, on, yeah. of, the, of the towel or whatever. Like, if it was, like, actually Bob, he probably would have put them under or put the sheet over. Michael purposely puts them on the outside, probably so the girlfriend thinks it's Bob. But that's just <laughs> funny. <a> great scene. <laughs> Uh, I do think that shows that Michael's not actually insane. No. Or he is insane, and I mean, you can still be smart, but be insane. Nah, that's that's planning. That's planning. Um, but, um, but yeah, so then Lori, uh, Lori, Lori goes eventually makes her way to the house and sees that all her house. friends are dead. Well, she does the classic final girl circuit, where she like opens a, she opens a cabinet, and her one of her friends is stuffed in it. Yeah. And then she turns to the right, and another cabinet's open with Annie's body in it. And I assume she just sees Bob stuck to a wall. Well, so, no, her one friend is in the bed, and then... Oh, no, that's right. Her her one friend, the girl who gets killed by Ghost Bob, is in the bed with um the gravestone of Michael's sister that he killed, Judith Myers. Yeah, and then um, yep, and then Bob, Bob, uh, she opens up this door, and Bob like swings down from like the ceiling, and then admittedly, Annie, I was making food during that scene. So and then Annie is stuffed, and then Annie Annie's is stuffed, stuffed in, in a cabinet. cabinet. Yeah, um, so. impressive. On again, I, this is where this is where I'm going to say that Michael's not insane because he took the forethought to steal a tombstone. <laughs> First off, <laughs> that's a lot of weight because that tombstone <laughs> is big. I keep this for safekeeping. This is my pillow when I go to bed. Yes. But like, so he steals a tombstone, positions one girl dead on the bed under it, like a corpse in a grave, stuffs another one in a cabinet, and rigs Bob's body to fall from a door. And there like, were two parts there were two parts in the movie at the end that really just drove me nuts. And the first one was when Laurie stabs Michael in the neck with like a pin needle from like a she pin. She stabs him in. with a uh, no, she stabs him with a knitting needle. A knitting needle, yeah. And it's a great he, scene. And she's like, Don't worry, he's dead, but he's I not dead. So I, okay, no, that is another great scene that did make me laugh. Where she stabs him with a so after she finds her friends, he chases her, uh, goes to stab her, and just misses and kind of cuts her sleeve open. Uh, they eventually, you know, chase each other. She knocks him down with a closet door, which I think is great. He stabs the couch she's hiding behind, and she stabs him in the neck with a knitting needle, and then just goes upstairs immediately to the kids. She's like, "It's okay." He's dead. I killed him. And Tommy screams because Michael's just standing behind her. <laughs> you stab that motherfucker until you know he's dead. You like, keep stabbing. That's stop, yeah. You I, stab him with a knitting needle, and, and then he falls to the ground. Do you not? If he pulled it out, so he has the not, strength to. Do you not grab the kitchen knife from the ground and stab him in the face until he's dead? No. What you do is you just put both of the needles through his eyes, like you're pinning a butterfly into a glass case. You literally, and then, so, and then, so then, um, she hides in the closet, and he eventually is breaking scene. down the closet to get to her, and so then she stabs him in the, in, with a knife from yep, the closet, yep. and so he, then. She, but the great part is when she then knocks him back with the door. Yeah. <laughs> He's just laying on the ground. Yeah. So funny. And then she had a moment where she could, you know, right the wrong, which was last time, which was just well, she could she could kill him. He assumed he was dead, threw the knife threw the knife down, and walked away. Now she walks out and does the same damn thing again. You know, Chad, it sounds like you're not a fan of what Jamie Lee Curtis did in this movie. <laughs> and why well, you stab that motherfucker until he's dead? Yeah. And I then mean, he pulls I, the and then he pulls the Undertaker. 
And then he pulls an Undertaker and does the sit-up move. <laughs> okay, no. That is a classic Michael Myers where he just sits straight up after being quote-unquote unkilled. He doesn't like every movie. The Undertaker must have stole it from him. I guarantee it. When did The Undertaker start uh, wrestling? Because Halloween oh. was 1978. I mean, he became the dead man 30, almost, almost 30 years ago because Survivor Series. Um, yeah, 35, 35 years ago, I have to imagine. Well, he was, he was, he was 13 when Halloween came out, so All right, I'm going cool. to say that Michael did it first. Well, no, no, he definitely did it first, but that's just funny that he definitely, he definitely probably got that from that. Oh, yeah. Which is cool. Uh, as an Undertaker fan, we, uh, I, I, we stand it. <laughs> that is true. But, um, um, but yeah, so then he sits up Undertaker. Just, I'm sorry, style. I'm just thinking about Hell in a Cell now. <laughs> uh, this last one? No, I'm, I'm thinking about the... Uh, the one that I, f- I first saw on like film later on, the 97 one. Him throwing mankind off a cell? Yes. Oh my god, he killed him! <laughs> we just say that, you know, that was two years before I was born, so obviously I watched it later on, but um, younger siblings across the nation were being <laughs> body slammed after that event. Yes, yes. Um, so, Who would win um, the play, Michael Myers or The Undertaker? Oh man, I don't know. They're Ultimate both Warrior... Or Jason Voorhees. They've both been around for fucking forever, so. That's true. Um, But I do just, you know, Michael goes to attack Lori one last time, and who bolts up the stairs with a revolver but Sam Loomis? Because he sees uh, Tommy and Lindsay screaming for bloody fucking murder outside. when They run out of the house screaming, and Sam Loomis is like, well, I got a gun. (laughs) (laughs) The best part is, those kids could have been running away because someone really did just scare them horribly on Halloween. Yeah. And he's like, well, I've got a gun, so. <laughs> Better go in pistol blazing. So he shoots, uh, he shoots Michael, Michael Myers. He falls out a window. Times. Six yep. times. Uh, he falls out a window. Loomis looks to Lori, looks back outside, and Michael's gone. Yeah. Like, oh. He doesn't stick around for long. He's a stabbing dash. Yep. So, and that's, pre- and, that's basically, and that's basically where the movie ends. Yeah, it does. It ends with a, and again, it gets picked up with Halloween two. Lori's rushed to the hospital, and Michael's like, "No, no, no, we're not done yet." Um, Chad, do you want to know why Michael's targeting Lori Strode, or do you want to find out later? Um, they find that out. They, they explain that in other movies, right? Yes. Um, I mean, I'm probably not going to watch Halloween two until Halloween next year. So, yeah, you can tell. <laughs> Lori is his sister. Okay. All right. Right on. Through some means that I don't remember, I think there was uh. Like half sister, it's it's a stupid cop out. But you're like, well, I guess that makes sense. He did kill the one. Now he wants to murder the other one. Okay. Even though Lori was very clearly like, it's just, I think it's insinuated that no, it is. She was like a baby in the house or a baby that was somebody else being taken care of because she's like 16 in Halloween one. Yeah. So she'd have been like a year old beforehand. She's little baby Lori. Her parents, are, like, her parents are never like just like, oh, by, her parents, her parents are never just like, yo, you had a brother who was a fucking madman. Uh, I believe she was given up for adoption. Okay. Well, because she's Lori Strode now. She's not Lori Myers. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, that was Halloween. Good Halloween movie. movie. Um, I got to ask good. a few things now. Yeah. Now, first thing I'm going to ask is best kill. Best. It's kill. Bob, right? 
Um, yeah, I think so. Um, what was the other thing I was going to ask? You know, the funny thing is, I don't think this one's going to this episode's going to be as long as the other ones. That's okay. Because it's so classic. But again, it's so simple. Yeah. Like the Blair Witch was weird, Creep was bad. Jaws is long. Uh, Halloween, you know, only an hour and a half. You know, it's not a um, complicated movie. No. Michael shows up, keeps ghosting Lori, and eventually tries to murder her because, surprise, he fucking... That's his sister. But, uh, again, it's just a... It's a good movie. Mustafa yeah. Akkad. It was the, very good. Um, producing. It was very good. Halloween 2 is great. Halloween 3 has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Halloween 4... No, that's not a joke. Halloween 3 is a standalone Halloween movie because Deborah Adams and John Carpenter, excuse me, they wanted to make like an anthology series. Michael Myers isn't even in it. Yeah. It's uh, Evil Masks. But people were so pissed off that they were like, where's Michael? So with Halloween 4, they went back to Michael Myers. Probably for the best. And the rest of the Halloween series is Michael. And a lot of them trying to kill Laurie Strode. I was going to say, is Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis, is Jamie Lee Lee Curtis, Curtis is in six of the ten, not <laughs> counting the Rob Zombie ones because they're terrible and I don't count them. Okay. Not saying, that's not saying H2O Resurrection is any better, but one of them is called H2O because it takes place 20 years after the first one. Yeah, I saw I saw, uh, I saw saw H2O when I was looking through Halloween movies on Hulu. And I, was, I was like, what the fuck? Is it an underwater there, adventure? There becomes <laughs> a point where you have to stop making sequels. Yeah. Do I need to bring up Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what George Lucas said in like 2008 or some shit? He said, there never will be a 7, 8, or 9 to Star Wars because Star Wars is, was, and always has been the story of Darth Vader. Disney. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I was super excited just, when they announced the, when they, when, when they announced they were going to make new Star Wars movies. And then, and then they killed me. Surprise. Um, but again, there, there, there comes a point where you need to stop making sequels. Money talks, Halloween, man. Money talks. Friday the 13th. No, every big slasher trilogy or series shows this. Friday the 13th, they got bad. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, they're not great. Halloween, it should have stopped a while ago. I don't know why. Again, I don't know why you gave the reins to Rob Zombie at any point. Rob Zombie is good when he's either making music or making movies that don't relate to anything that already exists. House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects. Come on, right? Don't don't give him uh, the oh uh, this coming up this year the Little Mermaid Rob Zombie remake. Oh no! <laughs> okay, you know what? Now that I've said that, I'd probably watch that. Yeah, <laughs> I probably would too. Undone to see, and then you cut to Sebastian being served with a side of butter. <laughs> Grilled flounder. Oh man, that's gonna like, upset my little sister. That should be a that should be a a, a bonus thing for this pod uh, for this podcast is just oh, no. uh, Rob Zombie <laughs> movies that should never exist. Uh, Tim Burton's Rob Zombie's Night Before Christmas, Nightmare Before Christmas, even My, my Little Pony, the Rob Zombie edition. My Little Murder. <laughs> 
My little zombie. Um, well, anyway, I think we've talked about Halloween enough. No, no. Can I, can I go on and keep bashing Rob Zombie? No. Oh. Because <laughs> oh. if he hears this, he's going to kill me and eat my soul. Yes, yes, yes. Um. So, um. I think. I think overall, I would give uh, Halloween. You know, if we're, if we're ranking it, uh, we do that here. We started that a couple episodes ago. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'll do we it. We started that uh, with the first episode. Yes. I'll give it a nine out of. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a nine out of ten. What were you gonna? What were you gonna say? A nine out of a hundred? Like what number were you gonna? No, I'm gonna go for, for 10, your total. But I was trying to think of what, like nine, what, like you know how we did. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm also gonna give it a nine for nine plot holes that don't get explained in this movie. I'll do nine jack o' lanterns out of ten. Nine joints out of ten. Yeah, there's a lot of smoking weed in that movie. There is. Oh no, not a lot, but there's more than you'd expect. Especially from straight edge, straight lace, Laurie Strode leaning over to the cop's daughter and going, "Hand me that joint." Listen, she's just wait a she minute. Wants what? To, she wants to. What was his name? Toby Schrader to ask her to homecoming. Uh, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> do you want to know something funny about him though? Who, oh, Toby Ben Tramer. Ben Tramer. Ben Tramer. Yeah. Ben, ben Tramer dies in the second one because Loomis confuses him for Michael Myers. Oh no. Oh, they never scene. get. They never go a, to homecoming together. He, he gets hit by a cop car. Ah! <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let me see if I can pull up the description for that movie before we end this because it's so funny. They were supposed to go to <laughs> homecoming so together. Funny. Um. No. Yeah. He's mentioned in the first one and in the second one. Um. In Halloween two, Ben Tramer is chased by Loomis and the sheriff, thinking he was Michael Myers, to him wearing a similar mask. As he crossed the street without looking both ways because he was distracted by the panic, a police ram of the police vehicle rams him into a parked van, causing a fiery explosion and instantly killing him. Wow. <laughs> it's just like it's, he's in one scene. He's got a blue shirt and jeans on and the same mask, except his hair is white, not brown in the mask. And he just gets rammed into a truck and explodes. Oh my. <laughs> it's so bad. I shouldn't be laughing, but it's just like it's just he doesn't look both ways and gets slammed by a police. And that's why we are you're always taught to look both ways before crossing the street. My my little sister is 12. We still hold hands when we walk across the street. Yeah, you have to. Listen. That's how you get that's how you get hit by cop cars. I should say my littlest sister. To adjust my vernacular, and in one year, I went from one sister to three. Man. And I'm still the oldest child. What do you know? Which means I'm the coolest. Yes, of course. Sorry, girls. (laughs) Anyway, I think that about wraps up Halloween and my ego trip. (laughs) I was going to say, I think that wraps up Halloween. Uh, We hope you guys are having a good Halloween. Um, Everyone stay safe. Get lots of candy. Uh... Have fun at your parties. Be safe. Um, and as always, commit tax well, fraud. Well, hang on. Before we, before we, we, we uh, you know, you can follow, 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 uh, follow me on Twitter at Chatting Tatum One. Um, keep an eye out for the podcast getting a Twitter at some point. And uh, when Chad Tom, gets out of bed, he'll do it. Yep, yeah, Tom. You want anything you want to plug? No, just uh, commit tax fraud. Yep. Do not commit tax fraud. We do not condone any crimes here. It's scarier um, than what I've been saying. But uh, uh, Dad, would you rather would you rather me hail Satan or entice people to commit tax fraud? You got to choose one, man. Uh, I'll let you know next week. <laughs> I'll let you know.
let you know after I don't file my taxes. <laughs> All right, everyone, have a good one. Bye.